my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-patrollable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, it's the best show here tonight. How's everybody doing? We're doing something a little different tonight. It's a little bit of a mishmash, a pre-recordy kind of thing. So that's how it goes. But I want you to know that this is how it goes when you want nice clothes. Mac Weldon! That's what it's all about. You listen to me. I got this Max Mac Weldon stuff. They they uh they sent me a few things, a t-shirt and a hoodie. It's my hoodie's my favorite. It's my favorite hoodie. Their stuff is uh, uh so well designed. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. It's easy to go to their website at macweldon.com and order stuff, a piece of cake. This hoodie, I could talk about this hoodie till the end of time. It's my favorite hoodie. You're going to be, it's the most comfortable clothes, the socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies. Yes, I was just talking about their hoodie. Oh, their hoodie. Uh, the sweatpants. Where's the hoodie? I want my hoodie back. Where's my hoodie? Someone's hiding it. They even have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. And they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it. And they will refund you, no questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. And like their hoodie. The hoodie. Go to MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, and get 20% off using promo code BESTSHOW. That's MacWeldon.com. Use offer code BESTSHOW to get 20% off on anything you buy there. Like their hoodie. Get the hoodie. Right? Who does it like? Uh, 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 the hoodie. Right? Why don't you guys like the hoodie as much as I do? I like the hoodie. Hoodie!
best show. Get your hoodie, bruh. Nah, why is that playing again? Told them not to play that again, but they played it. Oh, somebody's going to get smashed. Somebody's going to get smashed. That's more like it. Oh, my friends, welcome to the best show. Special late August summertime show. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show. Doing something a little special tonight. A little bit of a pre-record of a thing. Don't think this is live. Don't call. I'm not going to answer the phone right now. You hear me? I'm not answering. Call. No, call right now. It's fine. How's that working for you? Right? What if I answer? Wouldn't that be weird? Then it's like, it turned out I was fibbing the whole time and I was here. But I'm not. It's the summer. We're enjoying the summer on the best show. The summer. And I'm here with two very special friends. The one and only studio, Jason Gore. How are you? I'm great. How's your summer going? It's good. It's good. But I, I got to tell you, I'm already looking forward to fall. Mm-hmm. I thought about pumpkins the other day and got really excited. Really? Yeah, honestly. No joke. I thought about like a hayride or a corn maze. Okay, well, if you thought about those things. Right. But you said you thought about a pumpkin and you got excited. Yeah. The pumpkins are nice. What do you think is going to do a dance? <laughs> I can only hope. Well, that's a fair point, actually. If the pumpkins... I mean, do you carve your pumpkin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look. well, Kristen makes a lot of pie, too. So that I'm, I'm excited for that. So when you make pie out of a pumpkin... Right. Like... The funny thing is, like, pumpkin pie is so good. Yeah. But pumpkins are so gross and stringy. Yeah. Well, you can't use a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin, pumpkin though. you got to get one of those, like, Long Island cheese pumpkins. What? It's like the <laughs> it's like the really flat white pumpkin. That's okay. the best pumpkin yeah. for a pumpkin pie. Yeah, it really is. Guess what I'm not eating anymore? <laughs> pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie. It's great. That's what it's made out of? Those weird white pumpkins? I mean, really classy oh. pumpkin pies are. Oh. I almost throw up. Think of those gross white pumpkins. <laughs> That's disgusting. Why did I picture it as an orange pumpkin? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do stomach. use regular pumpkins, but I mean, but how could they? The aficionados. These the worst. They're so string. What is it going to take you three days to turn that into pumpkin mush? Yeah, pumpkin pie mush. Well, I don't think you you let it set out. How much of that goes into the pie? All of the shell is what goes in the pie. None of the goop or... The shell? Yeah. The 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 innards. But not like the stringy stuff or seeds. You got to get those seeds out. That's That seems like a major undertaking. Well, that's a snack in itself. Is it really? I didn't introduce you yet. You're not here yet. (laughs) Okay. Me and Jason are talking about... Uh Slow your roll. (laughs) So you got this pumpkin. Hold on. Okay. A pumpkin consists of a hard pumpkin exterior. Right. The pumpkin meat. Right. That's like on the inside of the pumpkin. Right. That you'd have to scrape off. Right. 
And then the rest of that slop. The slop and the stringy stuff. Which makes up seeds. 98% of the pumpkin. Yes. Is the slop. So the meat Pumpkin part. slop. So the pumpkin slop does not factor into the pumpkin at pumpkin Pump- pie at all. Nobody uses pumpkin slop for anything. Who eats pumpkin slop? Animals? I don't know. I don't even know if animals will eat pumpkin slop. I gotta say animals are eating pumpkin slop. They might be choosy. Have you ever met an animal? <laughs> I've met, I have met some animals. A choosy yeah. animal? I think when it comes to pumpkin slop, they might make You're a choice. You're telling me you put a rat... And some pumpkin slop. They're not going to eat that pumpkin. That rat is going to turn its nose right up. (laughs) Wander right away. What about a deer? I didn't introduce you yet. (laughs) You're not here yet. I don't know what part of this guy. This guy thinks it's half his show. First of all, I want to say, last week, he said something. It cut me to the quick. I was doing my usual woe is me routine, which flares up every couple months. I waver from this is the best program anyone's ever heard and every one of you can suck it. I waver from that poll to the other poll being why am I here? Everything's falling apart. Maybe I should just quit. And I said to Mike, yeah, maybe I should shut it down for a while, like a six-month shutdown. And Mike said, who's not here yet, by the way. Mike's not here yet. Mike said... Yeah, you do what you got to do. <laughs> Wasn't quite the same tone, but... Uh... Well, for now, wait. Let me welcome to the show, AP Mike. How are you? I feel good, Tom. Thanks for having good? me. Of course. Well, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for being here. Remember that when when I said, yeah, what if I shut it down for six months? And you were like, let's just do the exchange now. <laughs> Oh, why is it not going so well? Hold on, I'm going to pause. Oh, it's not going well again. Why does nobody... All these other shows are making a ton of money. The show's hemorrhaging money. Maybe... Remember 2010, Mike? Yeah. Remember uh, the 2010, the best show shutdown? I do. Went for a, a couple months, right? Those yeah. were some pretty bleak uh, bleak stretch, huh? Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Maybe it's... the. Uh, what do you think? Maybe it's time for another best show shutdown? It's your call, Tom. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> I hate that. that. There's no emotion. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's no emotion. That's exactly it, Jason. There was no emotion. None. That's what got me in the thing. Just like, there's just, you do what you gotta do. <laughs> Sure, call. No, was, yeah, you do what you no, gotta do. It was That's more, exactly. I was it. trying Jason, to say. I was just trying to say, you're our leader, Tom. And 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 you're the one who makes the major decisions. So that's what I, I was kind of deferring to you. It's your call, Tom. That's how, how you said it, though. <laughs> yeah, you do what you got to do. <laughs> like almost just like, yeah, give me a heads up on what's going on here. Almost just like. Yeah, just give me a signal. Uh, I think like coming yeah, in or not. I think you're you're reading it through a different yeah, like uh, oh, like a very hard hat <laughs> approach. I want to take this call before uh, they uh, say goodbye. Best show. Hi Tom, how's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Evan I'm calling from Los Angeles, greatest city on earth. Now I want to say first of all, you're here with the, yep. uh, your Dudio's here and AP Mike is here. 
Hi guys. Also. Hello, hello. Hello. So, what do you want to say, uh, bro? You're from LA. So we're talking about us. Where in LA? We're talking about summer. Where in LA are you? Uh, actually, not technically Los Angeles. Calling from Santa Monica. Okay, Santa Monica. Yeah. Nice, nice area, right? Yeah, definitely. What's your favorite place to eat in Santa Monica, Evan? Uh, there's a good Mexican place called Gilbert's. Gilbert's. Sounds very fancy. No. No? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No. No. So you, Um, we're talking about the summer and the past summer memories or how this summer's going. Just talking about the summer. Yeah. Evan, tell me about, tell me about your current summer for, for starters. Uh, well, that's what I want to talk about. Kind of a, a highlight of the summer so far was um, seeing Brian Wilson at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I know he's still on out. tour now, so I would recommend if you have a chance to go see him. He's doing the the Pet Sound fiftieth yeah. anniversary tour. You and him, you and you and Brian Wilson had uh, have something in common. What is that? You both watched Pet Sounds be performed. At the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> he ain't doing that much. Look, God love him. I'm a bigger Beach Boys fan than anybody listening to this thing. I got more records. I got more of all of it. I've been into it, I swear to you, in high school. High school. And look, I'm, 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 I'm old, right? You know that. I'm old. I'm talking about the 80s when nobody cared about the Beach Boys. I'm the one buying these Beach Boys records, going to record shows on weekends, trying to find a copy of Sunflower, going week after week, finally track one down, bidding on things in Goldmine Magazine, <laughs> trying, to days, win, right? trying to Crazy. win a copy yeah. of these. Yeah. 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 Record, record yeah. You had to write in. They would list record auctions in Goldmine, right? And you'd write in and say, "I will bid this much for this record." Does and, go, Does Goldmine have an internet presence now? Is, I don't know. Yeah, I think they, that seems like something that would be wiped out by the internet. You just think so, yeah? Right? Doesn't yeah, it seem, yeah. maybe they do. What are you doing there? Building a Lego house? Something? <laughs> you got a lot of rustling going on over there. Sorry, messing with my keys. But uh, okay. Yeah. But I'll say this, Evan. So I walk the walk with these Beach Boys. You name a thing with the Beach Boys, I'll tell you. You throw some Beach Boys trivia at me. I know, yeah. Throw me some. Throw something at me. I, I don't have any Beach Boys trivia. I'm not. I'm, I'm not nowhere near the expert. For the day that you were can <laughs> right come again. Do, 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 do. Yeah, during the show, there was definitely a lot I didn't of think. Oh, kind of passing off of vocal parts to yeah. other people in the band. Look, God bless him. Where Brian he, Wilson's a genius. Yeah. yeah, but he's not. He's he's just not up for it anymore. Yeah, I want nothing but the best for this guy. I hope he's. I hope this is his choice to be up there. It's not the, the, the Eugene Landy. They've uh, <laughs> got a uh, Tyler Landy is back. His son, right? Yeah, the right? Wonder Mints. Isn't that the band he's with? Yeah. I mean, they're kind of running the show. Well, what right? if you look suddenly and it finds out the Wonderments is run by, uh, what if you look, it's run by, uh, <laughs> Tyler and Skylar Landy are the main guys. No, Brian! No! Get out! Look out, Brian! 
They're back again. Don't worry, Pop. We got them. We got them back under control. <laughs> Don't worry, Pop. We're going we're gonna to ride them harder than you ever could, Pop. This is for you, Pop. He's played three shows a night. <laughs> yes, we're doing the Pet Sounds thing until the end of time. His hands fall off. It's a cash cow. Yeah, it's for you, Pop. <laughs> Brian Wilson, this is a thing I have not told. A young me called WNBC when Brian Wilson was being interviewed on the air and asked him a question. Nice. Back in the 80s. Oh, right? wow. When what his show? first solo album had come out. What show? Yeah. What would that have been? Maybe the Alan Combs show oh, okay. at that point? Yeah, yeah. Alan Combs, before he was partnered with Sean Hannity, used to do a, a, a talk show on WNBC. <laughs> and I called and asked Brian Wilson a question. I believe I asked him about Smile. That was when he had that song. I don't know if you remember that first solo album, Caller. Do you? No. It had the song Love and Mercy. Remember that song? Okay, yeah. Remember that? That's a great song. But you know what also? This is how into it I was. My favorite song of that era was the Brian Wilson song from the Police Academy 3 soundtrack. <laughs> Let's go to heaven in my car. I'm going to take you there tonight. Let's go to heaven in my car. For the Police Academy 3 soundtrack. Mm -hmm. That's a good song. Let's go to heaven in my car. Rio Grande. Remember that? Baby, let your hair grow. All those songs from that song. Doesn't that soul out more than anything? Uh -huh. I tell you, I walk the walk, man. But you know what? I just want the best for the dude now. He can he can take it easy. He's up there yeah. watching. Right? What's he what is he singing that night? And I'm not put I'm not putting him down. I clearly he, he breaks my heart, the guy. I don't want him to be in the same yeah. situation. Just it looks a little different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you slide the you slide the parameters around a little bit. Guy's in the same box, but it just has different wallpaper on it. Have you seen any of his since he started performing again shows? I went to one quite a while ago, and it, yeah, there, there was a heartbreaking quality to it. Yeah. Because he's up there, and you just you can tell he's he's not himself. And fully if he's, in. yeah, but if he's happy, yeah. That's exactly where he should be then. Yeah. I want, he should do that as much as he wants to do it. But if he's like trapped or doing it for his family or whatever, you know, cause he mm -hmm. got married re over the last yeah. 10 years or yeah. something, I don't know what the deal is. I'm not going to even begin to uh, suppose what the deal is. Chronic migraine is 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more. Botox onabotulinum toxin A prevents headaches in adults with chronic migraine. It's not for adults with migraine with 14 or fewer headache days a month. It prevents, on average, eight to nine headache days a month versus six to seven for placebo. 
Prescription Botox is injected by your doctor. Effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Side effects may include allergic reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue, and headache. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Don't receive Botox if there's a skin infection. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome, and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Ask your doctor and visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com or call 1-800-44-BOTOX to learn more. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. He seemed to be having a good time. I mean, maybe it was the venue. Great. You know, mm. it might be better playing the Hollywood Bowl than some Indian casino somewhere. Oh, but, uh, so that's you know, Al Jardine was there with them. <laughs> right. That took a right. turn. Yeah, right. Some Indian I, casino, huh? Wow. Yeah, the Hollywood Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. You see it with you with your kind, right? <laughs> right? That's how you like it. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm kidding. Sorry, Evan. Well, we got the Indian casinos out here, too. But My mom likes to go to shows at uh, Indian casinos. Uh, she saw America recently at one. Mm-hmm. A band that uh, Neil Young, in his book... Waging Heavy Peace, which I read a, a oh. month or so ago. First of all, this book, Neil Young book. Did you read it, Jason? Is that the first book or the it's second the book? book? Okay. It's not the one about his car. Right, okay. But yeah, it is I did about read his the car. first one. It is yeah. about it's his car. Completely it, about his car. <laughs> it's the first book is a picture of him wearing a hat on the cover. Right. The second book has a picture of his car. Right. Both books are about his car. <laughs> The first book is basically a blueprint to build an yeah. electric car. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the whatever. What is it again? The, uh, the Volt. Volt. Yeah. yeah. The Link yeah. Volt. The Link Volt. Yeah. 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 He starts to tell a story. He starts talking. And then we were working on, we're working on everybody knows this is nowhere. And then the car, the Link Volt. Did I tell you about the Link? No, go back to the, here he's starting to talk about well, we were doing the album on the beach. We had to, we got a cutaway from a car for to be stuck in the thing. And it reminds me with the link fault. No, talk more about on the beach. You're so close to telling stories about the recording of my favorite album. <laughs> and what killed me about that book, I don't know if you remember it, right at the end, right towards the end, yeah. literally like maybe the last five pages, he, he, he gives a very detailed description about writing a song on uh, American Stars and Bars, mm-hmm. uh, the one of, like about the fish. It's a weird song on that. Okay. Album. And it, it's it's fascinating, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he's sticking it to you. You like you, you mm-hmm. suffered through this whole book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, on top of that, he's going to tease you and say, see, this whole book could have been this fascinating, but I'm going to give you two pages of it and just like say, yeah. you know, that's it. I'm, I'm done. About, he moans about MP3s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pono. Most about yeah, the Pono and How's the, the Pono doing. Like, have you listened to I mean, Pono before? Have you? Held I haven't one? heard it. No. No, I have not. Have yeah, you? The, yeah, there was one at work mm-hmm. um, uh, last year, 
Okay. When I listened to it, I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. Of course you can. Yeah. What were you listening to on it? Uh, I think it was... Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, it was uh, Californication. Okay. And, just, uh, just that word. It's, it's just <laughs> upsetting, isn't it? No. Pono. Californication. Oh, yeah. Well, that's upsetting. Both yeah. are upsetting. Pono. It's not even anything like you can't really fit it in your pocket. It's no. not. It's, 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 it's shaped like a triangle, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a tumble like around. Yeah, yeah. You're walking around yeah. the tumble around <laughs> bar all the time. Like you accidentally stick your headphones into a tumble around. It sounds the same. You have a pono in one uh-huh. pocket. You have yeah. a tumble around yeah. in the other. Uh-huh. Well, if you notice it, uh, I really do pick out the uh, the dynamic range of this. Hey, stupid! You you stuck your headphones into your tumble around bar. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody thought that would be the funniest thing. Uh, well, if you actually listen, you can hear. Yeah, what do you hear? The nougat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody, like, he, he also eats like a toe. He's also like, well, if you eat the, you notice the Toblerone bar has a certain, yeah, you're eating your pono. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're probably chewing on a pono. Um, yeah. So uh, with uh, the Neil Young thing in that book, that book is like a bad. It's like it's like reading a bad Neil Young album. Yeah. It's like just think of those bad Neil Young albums and imagine instead of it being over in 40 minutes it's over <laughs> it takes you 450 pages till it finally goes away yeah yeah it really is like a bad meal it's rough, I mean, there yeah. are there are points of the the book where if i remember if i remember correctly he talks about like oh writing a book is easy there's a point in the book 150 pages in he says i'm so this is the first time i've even gone back and changed anything i changed one paragraph could you imagine a book where you wrote 150 pages and you've changed one paragraph? Yeah. It, Bef- it, it, like, it, it, to get 150 pages into a book and you've changed one paragraph what? of anything. But wasn't there even a point where he's he's arguing, he's talking about how he's just having arguments with the editors about what to put into the book? I thought that was it's like insane. he, he was even acknowledged yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that the editors want him to do certain things, and yeah. he's he's going to do it another way. His it's way, nuts. Uh-huh. That book it's is nuts, and I love it because I love mm-hmm. him, and mm-hmm. that he that's when he does a book, that's the way he chooses to do a book. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of awesome that he's always that guy, mm-hmm. for better or worse. He's that guy, yeah. And it's just you, I give him credit, and he will he gets an eternal pass from me. For anything he wants to try, because who else is in their early seventies who's like going nuts, yeah. like like full on? I'm nuts, and I do. He did this album Earth Now, where it's him playing these songs. He puts in bug sounds. <laughs> Have all you over heard it. the sounds? Oh, I haven't even heard about sounds. this. No, one. I only heard about. It. I can't it's wait. It's unbelievable. Hear. The sounds are so shocking uh-huh. and put in in such a weird manner. Yeah, they're not mixed well. They're very awkwardly placed. Where you just want to hear this, like, I heard Country Home on the radio the mm-hmm. other day. And it's just, like, and then you, it starts the song, and then all of a sudden you hear, like, a crow out of nowhere, really loud, out of the left speaker. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard, yeah. that uh-huh. he would do an album like that. I think that shows <laughs> that he's, he's, he's just a genius who has never stopped being 
an insane. He's always been an insane person. Yeah. Sometimes it lines up with what people want, and sometimes no one wants it. I, but he's never not been himself. Like, is there anybody you can think of who has ever been themselves more than him? Even in a way, I think he even goes deeper than like Bob Dylan in a way. Like Bob Dylan will still do like a dumb commercial or something. Like Neil Young is like, he's not, he's not doing a, a Victoria's Secret commercial no. or anything. Like or Bob, a Christmas but album. But that's like a, a crazy curveball for Bob Dylan. Well, it, yeah, is, like, it is still. Look, yeah, that's yeah, a, it's, it's yeah. really, it's not, it's not like one yeah. beats out the other really. But it's like Bob Dylan will still make these odd, concessions mm-hmm. that are his way of doing them that are just as weird as anything mm-hmm. like going on Dharma and Greg the idea <laughs> yeah. just like he'll yeah. do an episode of Dharma and Greg mm-hmm. is insane mm-hmm. but it's like Neil Young was it's almost like not even operate like he's not even he didn't even know what these things are in a way to even do them yeah. i don't know it's 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 a moot point they're 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 racing the same they're they're neck and neck, those two guys. Now, Evan. Yep. How's your what was so your summer? You saw the show. Yep. What's your favorite summer uh, you can think of? When you think of the summer, what do you think of? Fun summer memories. Uh, when I was a kid and outside of school. Uh, I remember the fourth of Ju- the day after the Fourth of July, we'd always go to the uh, school playgrounds nearby to look for unexploded fireworks. Oh. Did you find that them? was a big highlight when I was a kid? Um, but yeah, I had a pretty quiet summer. We got air conditioning. That was a big highlight. That is a huge highlight. <laughs> How hot has it been out in Los Angeles this summer? I mean, not nowhere near as hot as it's been everywhere else in the country, but, uh, you know, even here it's getting really hot all the time, and the days where you definitely need it, and uh, we're glad we have it now. And out there, you'll be, the weird, the thing about L.A. is it'll suddenly be, you'll be like, it'll be like late November, and suddenly it's like, yeah, it's 101 degrees. Like oh, yeah, odd... summer goes through about, yeah, past Halloween. Yeah. And it'll be 60 degrees in July, and all of a sudden, you know, then summer starts after that, and it goes through the fall. And it's so hot here. It has been so hot here. It is ridiculous how hot it has been. When I was down in Nashville and Memphis, I was like, this is hot. And then I came back here, and it was just as hot. (laughs) So it was just as hot as Nashville and Memphis. Just the mugginess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) how it just felt impenetrable like you were just you were just dropped into it it's been bad it's been bad and and they're saying uh well at least according to the farmer's almanac we're gonna have a rough winter based Mm -hmm. off of this summer so now mike you're a big proponent of the farmer's almanac yes (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember the last time i've seen one Mm -hmm. they were around though and they kicked around my brother worked in a drugstore and, you know, when they uh, would return them, they'd rip the cover off, you know? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he'd bring the farmer's almanac home every once in a while and just 
go through looking for some information. Does that yes, track? <laughs> Does it track? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's wrong, mm-hmm. but a lot of times uh, it's it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's I, good for weddings. Okay. I know a lot of people get them for weddings to see if there's any planned rain or, uh, or snow on their wedding dates, mm-hmm. and it usually falls right within. Wow. I got it. Farmer technology. <laughs> I got to start getting into this farm stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Right, get down on the farm. Farm aid. When I was in Nashville, we went to the Willie Nelson Museum, me and my mother. And the thing is, it's uh, it's like small. It's like really small. Oh, really? It's just like it's like a store up front, and then in the back, it's like this museum, and they just have like like his all his stuff and then like other stuff from other country people, other artists. And it's like, it's like, yeah, that was kind of enough for me to see. I didn't need to go to the country music hall. We were going to go to the country music hall of fame. The line is like out the door uh-huh. and we go to this thing. It's like, okay, well there's Dolly Parton's dress and there's a thing from uh, uh Porter Wagner and there's a, a Johnny Cash thing. And, Oh, okay, there's some Merle Haggard stuff and some Waylon Jennings stuff. Okay, this Chris Christopherson has a thing over there. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> well, thanks for the call, buddy. All right, thanks. I want to tell you, the best show listener, about razors. And there's one thing the three of us have in common here. Clean shaven, no beards. It's the end of the day. Studio could use a shave, <laughs> but you don't have a. You, nobody has a. Nobody's walking around with mustaches. It's not allowed on the best show. I run the best show like the Yankees in the mid '60s. I measure everyone's hair length and uh, make sure there's no facial hair. And if you want to keep clean shaven, you know what you do. You go to harrys.com because there's razors. It's tough, man. It's tough. You got these companies. They're putting out all these fancy schmancy models just so they can raise their already high prices. Well, Harry's, that's not how Harry's does it. They made a bunch of improvements to their razors and they kept the prices exactly the same. It's still just $2 per blade compared to $4 or more you pay at the drugstore. And those five-blade razors include a softer flex hinge for more comfortable glide, a trimmer blade for hard-to-reach places, a lubricating strip, and a texture and handle for more control. You tried the rest. Harry's is the best. Why? It's founded by two friends who offered, uh, they want to offer guys a great shave at a fair price. And they they own the factory where they make the blades. That's how they keep the high quality razors available with the, with the, with the price being half the price of the drugstore brands. And the quality is always 100% guaranteed. If you don't love your shave, they will refund you. Harry's will refund you. So here's what you do. The Harry Starter Set is a, an amazing deal. So you get a weighted razor handle of your choice, moisturizing shave cream, three precision engineered five blade cartridges, and a travel cover for just $15. And for a limited time only, there's a special offer for fans of the best show. So you can get it for less. 
You get $5 off your first purchase when you visit harrys.com slash best show. That's harrys.com slash best show. $5 off your first purchase. Go to harrys.com slash best show to claim your offer. Harry's. Shave your face, Brian. <laughs> uh-huh. And it is that time of year. Football. Football is your passion. And you know all the players. And you know all the teams, their strengths and their weaknesses. Now go put that knowledge to the test and play for your shot at $1 million top prize over at DraftKings.com. It's just part of the $5 million in total prizes they're doing out in this week's week one contest. DraftKings.com is the destination for one week fantasy football. One week fantasy means no season long commitments. Play whenever you want with the players you want. You just pick your contest, draft your players, and you follow your team live. Renew old rivalries by challenging friends and family in a private league to prove that you are the superior GM. Or join an existing league and go head-to-head with friends, co-workers, and fantasy players from all across the country. Hurry to DraftKings.com right now to choose your players and you could seriously win some serious cash. And you could seriously cash in week one. And you could seriously cash in week one. Use code BEST and play for free with your first deposit. That's code BEST to play for free with your share of the $5 million in total prizes in this week one contest. DraftKings.com. Offer code BEST. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See website for details. DraftKings.com. Fancy sports, bro. <laughs> Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Hey, Tom. This is Sean in Los Angeles. Sean what the what? Who the who? Uh, this is Sean in Los Angeles. Sean in Los Angeles. You're here with uh, Dudio and AP Mike. What's up? Nothing much. Uh, are you guys still talking about summer? Yes, we are. Tell me about your summer, Sean. Uh, it's been kind of uh, it's it's been kind of brutal. Why has it been brutal? Because uh, uh, it's really hot in Los Angeles. Some dude just called and said it's not that hot in Los Angeles. Yeah, he said it's been a good summer. Yeah. So what's up? Who's lying? <laughs> One of you is fibbing. Uh, it's not me. It's not you. I don't know. I feel like I've lived here five years and it just gets hotter and hotter. Every where summer. where did you move? from san francisco now you know what they say about san francisco uh welcome to the pants cast brought to you by lululemon a show about all things pants my guest is matt james former ncaa player and lululemon abc pant enthusiast hi great to be here matt tell us all about those abc pants the comfort they're like the pants i put on when i don't want to wear pants versatility you could wear these pants to a wedding but you could also wear these to a cookout and what about style They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. The coldest winter I ever spent was summer in San Francisco. 
That's true. They do say that. Not they. I said that. Oh, I mean. mm-hmm. And I was... That quote was stolen from me by Mark Twain. <laughs> Took it. <laughs> ran with it. Was it Mark Twain or Jack London? I don't know. I think it's Mark no. Twain. It's Mark Twain. Mike said Mark Twain. Let me ask you something. You see that Mark Twain, you know the the thing he wrote that he didn't want to release till 100 years after he was dead? His yeah. autobiography? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the weirdest thing you ever saw in your life? It's like, Some, how many I volumes is it? I got that for Christmas it? one year. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't read it, did you? Absolutely not. And nobody read it. Yeah, I've got it. I haven't read it. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of laid off. I saw some reviews. It wasn't that positive. What's he doing on it? I don't know. What was he bad mouthing people? I don't even know who these people are, <laughs> right? Yeah. Who's he putting down in this thing? They're gone also. What truth? What seriously? Was he laying down some truths he didn't want people to hear about during his time? I've never heard of anything completely risque in the book, though. It's not like this Joe Pepitone book I just read, is it? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I read this book, this Joe Pepitone book. You could have, Joe, you could, you could have made us proud. This is the filthiest book I ever read. Do you know who Joe Pepitone is, Sean? Uh, yes. He's a baseball player. He played for the New York Yankees. And he, in this book, it is like, the blurb on the cover says, one part ball four famous baseball tell-all. One part Goodfellas. <laughs> one part Penthouse Letters. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this book is beyond filthy. Mm-hmm. This dude was getting down. I guess he, do- he doesn't have children. That he, he's oh, not he even thinking. Don't, don't he's worry. Children. Yeah, don't worry, Mike. <laughs> you know, he's got you think, plenty of you children. Think somebody who has children might, no. like, you know, restrain nope. themselves as far as yeah. details of Not things. this book. No, okay. Not Joe Pepitone. No. Not Joe Pep. <laughs> that reminds me that there's a movie coming out about uh, Bill Lee, the spaceman. The spaceman, Bill yeah, Lee. Bill Lee. Red Sox pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the movie really does not look good. I think that guy was overrated, to tell you the truth. They kept talking about what a strange guy he was and how weird he you know, had a weird sense of humor, but I never really heard any real good evidence to, to the like fact was, backing it up, you know? Yeah. Doesn't sound that, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't know the stories. Yeah. Did he have a lot of illegitimate children? I, I don't know much about him. I just remember he, when he was playing, him. they they used to just comment on this guy all the time. Oh, this guy has a weird sense of humor you know it's like well he's he's standing there out on a mound throwing a baseball yeah. just like every other pitcher baseball people are so boring <laughs> where they think like somebody's in like like i remember as a kid i was a little kid there was this guy mark fidrich yeah the bird the bird you ever hear of him sean no he was this guy would he pitch for the tigers yes and he was, and I was like, I was so, I was like a little, I don't know how old I was. I was, yeah. I was, this guy I thought was the coolest dude who ever walked the face of the earth. 
Really? Okay. Well, because he was like a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, oh, he talked to the he ball. He talked to the ball. And, <laughs> he did the thing. and then he was like... A, Patting he, the mound. Yeah, he was, he was like wacky. Yeah. But it's like, he talked to the ball before he threw it. Mm-hmm. Every it. single time? I don't know if it was every single time, but it's like, that's it. And he was just, yeah, he was just very excitable yeah. compared to every other pitcher. So wow. yeah. he and stood he, out. That's how easy it is yeah. to stand out. And like he had one great year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he blew his arm out. Yeah. And that was it. Mm. And then he he died. I think a car fell. His car. Yeah. He was working. He was working. He was working on his car. I think it was just changing the oil or something. And uh, the car collapsed on him. But that's what it takes to be a a, like a wild man in baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Said, "Oh, he talked to the baseball before he threw it." Then you look at these other sports. You look at basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You got Dennis Rodman. Right? Yeah. It's a little weirder, right? And football. I I, I think a, a, a book about the uh, New York Giants just came out. And there was like excerpts in the paper. Lawrence Taylor running wild with coke and... You know, it, it, it sounds which like era? from that era. Yeah, I'll yeah, read well, that yeah, book. yeah. No, I I'll think it just. <laughs> I, I got to get that one. I'll read that book. You know, people, I'm gonna go pe- with, people sleeping in in the parking lot in the cars. <laughs> I'm buying that book tonight. My, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get arrested breaking into a Barnes and Noble. The flashlight looking for the yeah. No, it, <laughs> it, it's, look, it's, it sounds good, Tom. I'm, I'm I mean. gonna read it till the morning, but I have to break in and grab it. Bill Parcells was like talking to drug counselors because he thought he was going to have to like that get guy. these guys in and out of rehab. I mean, it sounded like it was completely out of control. It's Bill Parcells, and yet they they won. What a they won, they won the Super Bowl. That's what a Super Bowl team was like back then. This is my favorite thing about this in this area, uh, Sean. You might not know this. This Bill Parcells. Do you know who that is? <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the football coach. Yeah, he's his coach. He's he was treated like a god for so long because he won two <laughs> Super Bowls with the Giants. This guy's he's like this brash, loud mouth. Mm-hmm. Just he's just like with these macho jerks. Bill Parcells, like, and he's just like he's, but he's like, oh, he won twice, and then the Giants go, and they hire this old man. Who you wouldn't, you wouldn't trust this guy to, to, to take care of late fees at the library, this guy. Right? Yeah. They'd think twice about hiring Tom mm-hmm. Coughlin mm-hmm. to do, to, to, to be a crossing guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't be sure if he's up for the task. Right. And he wins two Super Bowls. Yeah, he did it. And then you got <laughs> on the same team, two Super Bowls. Yeah. And on the Giants, that first team he got, Phil Sims is macho, blonde, just, just Mr. Perfect. And yeah. all these guys are all patting themselves on the back. We won two Super Bowls. And then the Giants go get this one dimwit, <laughs> Eli Manning. He wins two Super Bowls. This guy who, this guy, Eli Manning, looks like the guy who football players would give wedgies to. But he's the Super Bowl quarterback. He looks like the guy from the comic. Yeah. Uh, where he's trying to get uh, in shape and the guy oh, yeah. sand in his face. Yeah, the Phil Sims would kick the sand in Eli Manning's yeah, face. Yeah. He'd turn around, Eli Manning, hey, I got two rings too. I won, yeah, I won it, twice. Yeah. yeah. It's funny how that works. It's funny how that works, Sean. Thanks for the call.
<laughs> now, Mike, tell yeah. me about your summer. Uh, What's your favorite summer memory? You think about uh, the summer. Well, you know, I, I had an interesting uh, incident last week. Um, mm. I'm uh, doing other part-time jobs. I've got five part-time jobs right now. And uh, I'm meeting some new people. Um, I met these a couple guys. We're in a bar and we're talking about music. You know, we were playing the jukebox and you know how you can like realize, you know, it's kind of like a music fan. You can sort of pick it out, the people, mm-hmm. just by the music they're playing on the jukebox. So we get talking. And um, when one of the guys starts talking about this system he has, this sound system, I called it a stereo. He got a big kick out of that. I mean, that's the <laughs> that's the expression I always used, you know. And uh he's like, oh, you got to come over to my music room. You know, and it's like, I just met this guy, right? <laughs> so a guy saying, yeah. Yeah. hey, Mike, come on over to my music right, room. Right, yeah. yeah. It was two guys. It was two guys. It wasn't one on, you know. That's even better. <laughs> one can one can grab you from behind because the other one hits you in the face with a bat. Yeah, maybe it was a little naive on my part. At least but one you can give us. Fighting chance. But I, uh, <laughs> there was something about them that I trusted. You know, they were actually a little older than I am. And, um, you know, it wasn't far from the bar. And, uh, I said, yeah, sure. You know, I, I'll, I, I probably will never see these guys again. Yeah. So we go over to his house. He had a beautiful house and we go up into his attic. And <laughs> this is insane. No, this is no, bad already. This is just starting, Tom. Oh. This is just starting. So we go, go up, up, up into his attic, the music room, and it, it was like something I've never seen before. I mean, you know, the, he's got the stereo, you know, up against the, the front of the house, and it takes up the whole wall. You know, he's got he's got speakers. He's you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it it looked like a spaceship. You know, uh, there was a huge uh, screen. You know, you could watch DVDs through the system um, above the stereo. I mean, I didn't ask him for an estimate on on how much he invested in this, uh, but I'm I, I'm thinking like, you know, it's got to be like fifty thousand or more. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. You know, the turntable. I think he he did throw out one figure for that. That was like over six thousand. You know, and that means he must have spent, you know, all this money on the needle, the tone arm, all that stuff. And um, so, yeah, it's like Stereophile magazine come to life, which, you know, it's like yeah. you see that magazine. It's like, who owns this stuff? Does so you, anybody yeah. own this stuff? So you get there and then this guy, what's he play for you? Well, you know, <laughs> that's the other thing. You know, he he's 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 gone whole hog digital. And he's got all these backup hard drives where he's, he's, he's got his computer hooked up to it. And he's got everything on all these hard drives. He's just da- downloading stuff like a madman. Mm-hmm. He sold, he sold 4,000 CDs to, uh, tunes. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess I'm sure he burned everything onto his computer mm-hmm. first. And he's yeah. just sitting there scrolling through and he's got everything, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> And it, and then he starts playing stuff, and you know it's unbelievable. Um, of course, I had to ask for, um, you know, he had vinyl. He had, uh, I asked him for Asia, you know, Steely Dan, <laughs> to put it to the test, right? 
That's what that's your 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 thing. Yeah. He's like the stereo <laughs> demonstration. System. So you get him there and so you I'm, start playing. Uh, yeah, I, Asia. Like, you got Asia? Yeah, side <laughs> side one. Yeah, and it, it was phenomenal. And he's got you know, like uh if you ever read any stereophile stuff, you know, like tubes are considered, you know, higher end, you know, right. to have tube ampli- amplifiers. And he's got two sets of them on either side of the core of the system. And he's got to monitor them because, you know, they'll start turning red. There's like little, you know, these little lights that turn red or green. And then if it's turning red, he's got to go over there and with like a screwdriver adjust these things. I mean, you know, it was crazy. I'd never seen anything like it. And so we were just sitting there and he's got beers for me and nuts and... We're having a high old time. <laughs> At one point, I went downstairs and I met his wife. And, <laughs> and I think she like looks at me like, oh, here's another <laughs> guy. Please don't go my, back up there. My I'm husband. so sorry. <laughs> another, another guy my husband's dragged home from a bar. Pet. And, uh, yeah, but it was a good time. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was more of a story that took place in the summer uh-huh. rather than a summer story. <laughs> but I'll say this. It was a highlight of the summer. I was on the edge of my seat with this thing. <laughs> I it was the only go. way I thought, the only way I knew how it would end is that you're here telling it to us. <laughs> if I had to guess how that story ended, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the guy wouldn't be telling uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, sometimes I have a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a a happy ending to his story. Yeah, there you that go. That was a good one. You got to listen to side one of Asia <laughs> at some dude's then house. We got, then we got into the Grateful Dead, and, you know, we were getting no. into that. <laughs> but here's the thing. This guy's got so much music, Tom. I was, you know, getting him to play stuff, and it was obvious he, he hadn't heard it yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's just, he's got yeah. that OCD to get yeah. everything. Yeah. And he's got no time to listen to it all, you know. Not. After a certain point, he's busy downloading it. You you acquire all that music, and then where are you going to find the time to listen to it? You're not. Yeah, Pat. Hey, I I don't get the 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 digital library thing <laughs> when it, when you put that much <laughs> yeah. money into into the. Well, he he didn't get rid of all his vinyl. He had lots of records, you know. He had he had CDs. I guess I think it was just a matter of. The stuff was getting too much for him to deal with, you know. It's, it's just like, and, he, he, and he, he felt like he was condensing it. Here's the most expensive system I can show you. <laughs> I <laughs> asked him man. about that, about compressed yeah. music and, like, and all that. Here's I, a crappy MP3. <laughs> no, no. I, I think you know he was playing stuff through his computer, like and, large and, files and it didn't sound like FLAC files. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean AAC, whatever. And, and, and I think yeah. he, he said he even had some sort of component for that. That you could run it through. Yeah, probably a to- pono. <laughs> no, definitely a Tom, pono. Are you? Are you? Uh, got six ponos hooked up. Are you a tube guy at home? Do you have tubes? No. I, 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 at some point, I would like to just go in on a on a really nice stereo with yeah. tubes. Are you? No, no, I'm no. I I um I have crappy computer speakers hooked up to a turntable that I've had since. High school, I think. I, I will say I've heard I've heard tube stuff played, and it sounds really it does sound really good. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't know if I have enough of an ear to even just be like, yeah, that's the thing. Like in a taste test kind of thing, like, as if I, how good I would even be at that. But it sounded great when I heard it. That's a warmth. Yeah, I guess so. So, I, I I'll say one thing though. One thing that I don't even want to change my crappy setup at home to is that um, a friend of mine was living at my apartment for like a little while. And he's he was a mixer, and he he didn't have the tools of the trade because he was displaced and living in my place. So he had to mix a record. So he mixed um, a, a, a seven inch, a forty five, off of uh, putting plugging his computer into like laying on top of my um, setup at home, like on top of my turntable. He put his computer, plugged them into those um, little tiny computer mm-hmm. speakers, and mixed the record to those because it was all he had. And then turned it in. So I have a, I have a seven inch in my library at home that I think sounds better on my system than anything and, and else because, because it was, it was, it was mixed, mixed expressly just for you. This, mm-hmm. just to these yeah. crappy speakers. And I'm I'm almost like I can never change it because I have a record that was yeah. cut for me. Mm-hmm. You know. But there's been a lot of people over the a like like people who mix things because they know it's going to be heard in a car. Right? Oh, yeah. So they, or those earbuds, too. Yeah, or just like, I mean, Springsteen. Was in her like Bob Dylan it? does that. Like, like as, as soon as he like mixes a record, he goes and, and puts it on a boom box. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to hear what it sounds like on a boom box. Yeah. That actual people mm-hmm. are going to actually mm-hmm. hear yeah. it. Yeah. Right. That, that makes sense. That's a good way to, to, mm-hmm. do, to do it. I mean, yeah. and that goes back to like, the crappy, you know, one, like two-inch mono speakers that mm-hmm. would be in in cars and everything. I mean, they forty-fives used to scream the sound off of them mm-hmm. compared to how they were mixed on an LP. Look, but. The, and there's been times when I, when you go to like a record fair or something, and then somebody plays you a record they want you to check out on like one of those little yeah boxes like a turntable that has the speakers built into the lid or those crosleys yeah exactly and it sounds amazing yeah and then you get home and you play it on like a like an actual stereo and you're just like oh it doesn't sound as good yeah because something just that trebly it's like that's a lot of the music i've fell in love with was just heard on a crummy radio and it didn't always sound great and Mm -hmm. it kind of taps into that sound it's all subjective, yeah. I mean, it's you know what sounds good to you, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously this this guy's got money to invest in it, and you know, I mean, I thought it was amazing the, what it, what I was hearing, you know. Yeah, and an attic, <laughs> an attic, yes. yeah. And and somebody was talking about uh, on last week's show uh the uh speakers like rocks i think he's got them outdoors <laughs> okay but I, I i didn't i didn't go outside in the backyard yeah that's so silly <laughs> oh. pat any summer things come to mind for you uh the smell of fresh cut grass mm. which, which i miss oh, yeah. uh, i miss that living in a city uh, i love the beach i like to go though uh you know, for me, I, I look at summer like this. Summer goes till the calendar end of it. Like, I love September summer. Like, that's sure. when uh, when my girlfriend and I will go the most is because it's empty. Mm-hmm. There's no traffic. You can bring the dog. It's mm-hmm. the, I like going. I'll jump in the water, like, early October. It's great. Absolutely. The water in the East Coast is warmest uh, around then, too. Yeah. I got no argument from me with that. Yeah. It's that it just... Uh... It does not stop at Labor Day. No. But I think, like, the older we get as humans, the busier 
summer will will end up being, or like mm-hmm. at least in in your, you know, prime quote unquote adult life. It's just like summers just disappear, and it mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. And I I'm just like man, like I've I'm never busier than when the summer is going on, and and you know it's yeah. depressing. I don't know. So I summer's enjoy almost gone. Remember that door song. <laughs> Summer's <laughs> almost gone. He sucks. Right? That's not good. I don't remember that. You don't remember Summer's Almost Gone? I don't remember like, that particular think, song, no. I think it was on Strange Days. Uh, yeah, strange Would it be on Strange Days? Yeah. Summer's <laughs> almost gone. That's a poet wrote a song called... <laughs> really? It's like a fourth grader writes a song called Summer's Almost Gone. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like a sentiment everyone has. Like kids. What's Jim Morrison like? Summer's almost gone. Book bags. Gotta wrap <laughs> grocery bags around my books. Book covers out of grocery bags. Right? Yeah. New <laughs> pencils. Back to school yeah. summer sale. Back to school sale. Getting some new pants at, at Macy's. Get new pants. Whoa! Right? Yeah. New shirts, new shoes. Yeah. At <laughs> book bag. Some new markers too. <laughs> Summer's almost gone. That would be. Yeah. The version of that song I'd want to hear. But, but it sounds like he, 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 he likes get the idea of getting that new stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like he's oh, yeah, kind he, of excited he, about yeah. that. Exactly. He likes the idea that, hey, I do have some new, some new markers. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's excited like about Macy's markers. and his yeah. new pants. Yeah. Yeah. Look. It's not a cry for help. He enjoys no, it. No. He's kind of into new book bag. Yeah. When I got new Arizona jeans from JCPenney, I was happy oh, every yeah. year. I guess we can we'll, we'll date ourselves. It was Tough Skins from Sears for me. Tough Skins. <laughs> wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lunchbox. Summer's almost gone. And the organ and the drums file lunchbox. <laughs> lunchbox. <laughs> Slight pause. All right. Back in. All right. It'd well, be so easy. Lunchbox. What was the best lunchbox you had as a kid? I had a Munsters. It was pretty cool. Munsters? Yeah, the Munsters. Jason, lunchbox. <laughs> and I had a pretty good uh, metal Spider-Man one. Okay. I always liked the metal ones. I never, yeah. was never into the plastic The Munsters ones. was I, liked, a, I preferred no. the metal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was spoiled. My mom would, would get uh, me and my sister like a new lunchbox. I think the first, mm-hmm. I, the first like three years of elementary school... I think just to get us into the idea of like wanting to be yeah. excited about going back, we'd get you know I don't know I had Ghostbusters, I had Turtles, all oh, that I had stuff. A Ghostbusters one, yeah. I think I had Ghostbusters two. The right Ghostbusters, though, right? Not not with four uh, broads on it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The the uh-huh. only Ghostbusters to me. Yeah. And then you got too cool for lunchbox. And then it was brown paper bag. That was mm-hmm. you know. Oh no! And then it was like getting lunch at school every day, like the square pizza. Well, yeah, yeah, Helios. really orange uh, chicken patty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not for me, man. I went across the street to McDonald's. 
Every day? <laughs> really? <laughs> Not every day. There was a McDonald's near right the high school. Right across really? Wow. And it was like a thing to see if you could sneak out uh-huh. oh, okay. to get to McDonald's. The, whole, oh, nice. the, holy, the holy grail, right? <laughs> <laughs> can you make Which it? kids can yeah, run out. Wow. Like just running out of the school, <laughs> sneaking through the bushes was to this? get... To McDonald's, and then like you have to eat it in the bushes. Like you can't eat sit at a table in McDonald's. The vice principal is probably going there every day, just looking for some dumb yeah. kid sitting, just eating, eating lunch there at himself. A table that was high Look, school. That was high school. Yeah. Wow. We, we we had the out to lunch uh, as a senior. You had the out to lunch privilege. So you could mm-hmm. go, and in the early days of the schemer, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I proposed. Right. I proposed. What if me and my group of friends on our out to lunch period, <laughs> if we went to the neighboring high school and see if we could park, oh go into God. their cafeteria, that eat, is... and then go, right. and we got away with it. Right. Um, we, we went to West Orange High School and did that. And, uh, was it better than yours? Yeah, that was the lunch. It was, they have it, bag it was, milk? It was terrifying because we all just kept yeah. looking around so, like we're going to get caught. You're not enjoying this. Right. But, but we did it. We got but, away with it. And then we tried to up the ante and go to Passaic Valley High School a couple weeks later, and we got caught on the lawn walking up. The like, security was a little tighter. That is hilarious yeah. that you did that. The idea that that's so perverse <laughs> for you to just be like, yeah. let's go eat at another we're high school. So <laughs> we were so bored. We were so bored. I was just what like, the options, right? I was like, yeah. how could how could we how could we do something yeah. that nobody's ever yeah, done exactly. before? That is that is. Hall of Fame level scammer in that that just kind of like this makes no sense. Like, yeah. a, like you're doing it as like, for somebody who's going. And that like, was the idea. Well, like, why would you do that? Like it, of all the places you yeah. could go eat, I almost wanted to get. You're in going to a high school. Don't you have a high cafeteria? Yeah. Because they like you have if, that at your own. If uh-huh. their vice principal or ours or in yeah. my mind both, I kind of wanted to get in trouble for it because I just. Even they would have to admit that that's pretty funny. Like, yeah. that's kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. You know? Or, yeah, they just like, I don't even, can't even begin to understand what <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, thinking. Exactly. Like you have this. Yeah. yeah. You went yeah, to you another school. You could have not gone out right. anywhere <laughs> to get that same exact thing. And then you're and like, I was like yep. yeah, that was the point. <laughs> that is, this was a total <laughs> good. Oh, my God. That is yeah. hilarious. Did you think our chocolate pudding was going to be superior to yeah, yours? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's the same. Garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same same water. Yeah. The county buys this yeah. stuff. Yeah. But in hindsight, in hindsight, like just talking about it now, thinking about it right now out loud for the first time in, in a long time, uh, the, how the one high school caught us, how the first one didn't. That first one, like there was definitely some people who just let it go. Like there was definitely some people yeah. who just were just like, we don't know these kids. We don't just just let them like because yeah. we they're looking like, around. They yeah. clearly don't know where things are. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. at this point because you're a senior. Yeah, it's like what seniors yeah. are walking in here trying to figure out where right. things are. Like they're looking and they everybody clearly, knows each other. I yeah. mean, West Orange was a bigger high school yeah. than than mine, but like. Not by a lot, yeah. you know, and I don't know. Excuse I mean, me, where's the cafeteria? Exactly. <laughs> no one knows any of these kids. Right. <laughs> They're coming in. So, so somebody let it slide. That but I, I, yeah, I, I doubt that would even be possible today, right? Oh, With no. security. Oh, no, 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 yeah, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's the other thing. It's yeah. a different world. 
Jason, do you have any summer uh, things that come to mind? The biggest thing for me in summer has always been summer blockbusters. Like going, like the the feeling of the air conditioning while you're watching something either good or something terrible. Um, In 1989, I saw Batman 38 times that summer. Hold on a second. Wait, we got... Wait, what? I Wait, saw Batman what? 38 times. In wow. the theater. In the theater. Oh. Bat- Some days, three times a day. Uh-huh. Batman. Batman. Tim Burton's Batman. At the same theater? Oh, no, at different theaters. So, so if I was visiting my grandparents in Utah, okay, I would go, go see um, some... You'd be like, tell me all of the... Sh- drop me off at the theater. Yeah. I'll be home at 10 o'clock yeah, tonight. I'm going to see four shows. I'm going to see Batman. What that, made you want to see it? I was just so, I was so into comic books and mm-hmm. there were no good comic book film. I mean, that was really like the start yeah, of it. It really was. And it was so exciting to me. I mean, I remember when MTV was giving away the Batmobile mm-hmm. with Prince. They had that 1-900 number. I, probably, I don't know how many times I called I that. Just re- I just remember how... Everybody had the shirts, you know, yeah. the t-shirts were everywhere, yeah, was you know. Insane. I was so pissed off I didn't win the Batmobile. Your parents must have killed you oh, calling that No, no, they knew. They knew. What? I think I used my allowance for it. Oh, my gosh. I remember that correctly. Sucks, so the idea yeah. that a kid uses his allowance <laughs> to maybe win a contest. Like early gambling. It's so depressing. Yeah. Come on. The idea. Come on, pick up. Yeah. Just pick up. <laughs> Prince, Prince, Come pick on. up the phone. Just want that Batmobile. It's me, Slaw Dog. Just let me get that Batmobile. <laughs> like, like picturing you, your accent was probably much heavier. At that it was. Point. It was probably little like this. Yeah, just like, oh, let me get that Batmobile. Sitting on the Come edge on. of a coffee table. Come on, Get man. Front. Pick up. Batman was his summer job. I mean, that sounds like a, that is a, a job. job. Yeah. You're, you're putting hours much. in there. Yeah. It's yeah. like long hours. Yeah, Warner Brothers owes me a check. Yeah. You work in the phone bank. Yeah. yeah. What if there was some kid seeing Suicide Squad 38 times? Oh, what would you tell that kid? Uh, that, like, first of all, that's definitely happening. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. yeah. That movie is completely critic proof. Right. It matter, it does not matter that, that not even critics, that other consumers are walking out and going like, well, that sucks. <laughs> and like the word is out from everybody that it's terrible. And then, it's still huge. It's like it's still like people are still seeing it, and not just the movie. Now the soundtrack is yeah number one. Yeah, because people really want to hear yeah the music. War pigs. <laughs> I was listening to uh, to uh, uh, Bennington uh, with with uh, our friend Gail Bennington, and she was talking about how she saw it and how bad. When I was talking about the movie last week, I I it. She she said she pointed out how bad and obvious the soundtrack is on it, and oh, she's a hundred percent right. Did you see it? Pat? No, no. But I mean, I can only when you said that, I didn't even consider what songs were on that film. But uh, are the songs that are on the soundtrack the same ones that were used in the commercials? So like Ballroom Blitz. No, that's not no. Rhapsody. It's, okay, it's like. Is it, it is it a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah, it's, that's the uh, that's at the very end of the mm-hmm. movie. That's the uh, who was that? Again? Panic at the Disco. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not My Chemical Romance, Jersey Zone. My friend Dan said uh, it's hot topic. The movie. <laughs> it is an insanely bad. There's nothing in that movie 
that makes you say, well, if they would have done more of that, <laughs> it could have been a better movie. There's like no element in it that you're just like, like everything in the movie sucks. Like every part of the movie sucks. It has the same score on Rotten Tomatoes right now as Batman versus Superman, which is 27%. Batman versus Superman. I heard was better. Is better than, and Batman versus Superman is the worst. Oh, it's terrible. This is worse because at least, like I said, uh, whatever, it's just like, this movie feels like they didn't finish it. Like it feels like they rushed it to get it to the, to the, to like to the to the theater on time, the Batman movie they made the movie they wanted to make with that. Right. Here's the soundtrack. Let's go over a couple of these songs. Purple Lamborghini, which is a uh, uh, Rick Ross teamed up finally. The Rick Ross uh, Skrillex team up that everybody couldn't wait to happen. <laughs> I got a purple Lamborghini. Rick Ross. <laughs> the then sucker for pain. Which is uh, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, and Imagine Dragons. Well, that's an exciting pair. Oh, Jesus. 21 Pilots are represented. Everybody's favorite, right? You like that pattern. I think right? that's the breakout single, that song. You are like they, 21 Pilots, right? Are they a new band? Or are they... Yes, they're a new band. It's terrible. It's bad, bad stuff. Standing in the Rain by Action Bronson, Mark Ronson, and Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys. Who are these people? Were they just like, it's like, it's like jury duty. It's like they were just called. Suddenly <laughs> they were like, okay, track four, we're going to bring in number one, number 191, Dan Auerbach from Black. He's like, that's me. Fallout right. Boy didn't get yeah. called. They're number 44. They're in the stands. But, Action but. Bronson. Well, you're, I guess we're doing a record together. Yeah. Fallout Boy. No, they didn't get the. Oh. But the other guy's big, uh, the producer, I think, is uh, behind uh, the Furious 7 soundtrack, which apparently was, like, huge, too. So this is, like, all music I'm, like, not even conscious that's happening. Who buys soundtracks, even? I mean, what are these, just, like, iTunes downloads? They go see the movie, and I guess they come home and just download it, you know? Kids do. Yeah. I I listened to the Batman soundtrack like crazy. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but doesn't people watch it while watching the movie (laughs) and also in my own. But (laughs) more, more hours. I'm going to say this. Jason, you have no idea. The next line of discussion has been, has revealed itself tonight is that you saw Batman 37 times. 38. 38 over one summer. That yeah. we're going to need to talk more about yeah, that over uh, the, um, we should wind it up now, right? Okay. Is it? Yeah. I think we're good. Okay. Everybody, thanks for listening to the show. There might be more after this. There might not be. I will find out. Who knows? That's what makes it fun. But this was fun. And if this is all you get, you got plenty. And again, play for your shot at $1 million top prize during week one at DraftKings.com. The destination for one-week fantasy football. Use code BEST at DraftKings.com now and play for free with your first deposit. That's BEST. To play free for your share of $5 million. 
dollars in total prizes this week one contest only at draftkings.com eligibility restrictions may apply see website for details best show will be back next week thanks for listening bye